0: So, this is a news station where we're going to talk about technology and just a wide range of news about it. So, the first thing that I want to start off with is always listening devices and the question of privacy versus safety. So, there's a possibility that Amazon... the echo echo dot in the google home could possibly be listening to you so the amazon dot has busy been lately busy solving murders and breaking up domestic disputes but do the heroics represent a breach of our privacy or is this a good thing so Alexis' first brush-in with the law came in the form of a high-profile case of Victor Collins, who was found dead in a bathtub on November 22, 2015. Victor's wounds suggest he had been strangled and drowned and the bathtub was not his own, but rather belonged to his friend James Bates, who has been hosting a hot tub party. Bates was considered the chief suspect in the murder and now awaits his bond hearing at Benton County Jail, but in the science fiction fate of it, Maybe Amazon Alexa who holds the key to the trial. The prosecution determined that James's Echo device might be able to shed some light on the situation. If someone had issued a command to Alexa during the night, then background noises picked off during recording might help to prove his guilt or innocence. Amazon, however, refused to hand over his data, saying, Amazon will not release customer information without a valid and binding legal demand properly served on us. Amazon objects to overboard or otherwise inappropriate demands as a matter of course. Which, to me, it sounds that they're doing something good and they're not giving away data just because some form of the law asks for it. So, no matter what it is, you have to be the one to give consent about it. Before the matter could be taken further, Bates himself gave permission for his data to be used in court. As of yet, we do not know if any... Useful information has been gleaned from the device. Either way, it could be a significant change in the way we intervene devices in our home by telling it to call the cops, maybe. More recently, Alexa has also played a role in a domestic case. One, Eduardo Barros reportedly struck a woman in the face using a handgun in a home in Barralillo, New Mexico. I hope I said that correctly. According to the victim... Eduardo then demanded to know if the woman had called the sheriff. At which point, the nearby Echo took matters into its own hand and called 911, or 911. In 911 recordings, the victim can also be heard shouting, call, shouting the wake word, call 911." Eduardo was arrested, and the victim refused medical attention despite some injuries to the face. While in the day's work for the Amazon Echo, it would seem. The twist this time is that Amazon reports that it does not have the capability to call 911. Despite this, the sheriff's department claimed that the recording itself, along with the victim's statements, leads them to believe otherwise. So, what happened this time? Is Amazon lying in the case dispute of a unique Echo gone wrong, or is the sheriff's department mistaken? Which, it most, let's be honest, it's the most likely scenario. So, the question is, does the Amazon Echo Echo Dot record everything you say, or basically the Google Home? since they offer the same principles. It's just two different AIs, which is artificial intelligence. So the thing to keep in mind is that the Amazon Echo, Echo Dot, does not record everything you say, neither do other smart home devices such as Google Home or Cortana. Instead, they listen for the hot words using on-device keyword detection and only begin recording once they have been called to action. This is handled using voice recognition, but your day-to-day conversations are not stored. But when when you do give a command, these devices will then start recording and send that data to a server located miles away. This is where the data is interpreted before a response is formulated and sent back to your device. These devices themselves do not have the processing power, but rather they outsource it to the cloud, and that's where the potential breach to privacy comes in. So it's actually quite creepy, especially when you realize that you're recording other people who never gave any kind of consent. So basically... The recording and saving stuff. I didn't give consent for my Amazon Echo dot to save my recordings. I never gave permission for that. But it does it anyway. I mean, I don't mind because I don't say anything bad. But at the same time, I never gave permission. And further concern might be raised by the fact that it is kept on the server. In fact, you can listen to it yourself heading over to the... Alexa app and then going to settings and then history these recordings and can hear voices in the background ambient music and more it is actually quite creepy Especially when you realize that you're recording other people who never gave any kind of consent. This is what Prosecution on Bates case hope will provide some insight Though if Bates was smart and guilty, he could have easily just tapped the clear delete button to remove any suspicious recordings You can do that too to remove any recordings you're unhappy with so The next question is, Amazon, right? What does the law say? It's a fair question to ask why this data needs to be permanently stored in the first place and isn't just deleted. Presumably, it's to to support Alexa's machine learning, in which case deleting the data may not really delete it. Or perhaps it is to help with more nefarious schemes, such as to assist with shopping recommendations. Amazon itself would probably say it's a feature for our benefits, which, if you want to delete the data voice recording data then you should be able to who cares if it messes up your whole recommendations you're doing it for your privacy if you really wanted to shop for something you would ask your your device to shop for you regardless the company though is happy to record and store all this information but not to use it to help with the crime is that a double standard Are they valiant defenders of personal privacy or are they stealing in the way of justice? Would they have handed over the data if they didn't think it would lead to consumer privacy, concerns, and potentially hurt sales? This opens a huge can of worms, but let's remember that it wasn't the police who weren't requesting the data. Amazon's statement reinforces the company would have handed over the data had the request gone through the proper legal channels. And there are legitimate concerns regarding customer privacy. After all, that data could include all manner of other information. It might contain personal information about innocent friends and relatives, for example. What's worse is that the data such as this could actually be incorrectly incarcerated someone. In fact, one other piece of evidence from the same case from a smart water meet. The meter registered that James had used 140 gallons of water between 1 a.m. and 3 a.m., despite James claiming that he went to sleep at 1 a.m. Because this water had been used to clean up evidence of a crime? This might have been quite dam- damning, had it not transpired that the timer on the meter was incorrect and the water had actually been used earlier, presumably to fill the hot tub. Technology does not see shades of gray, but it is prolonged to error. So, while you might consider using Alexa as evidence in court, as being potentially no different from searching someone's home with a warrant, there's certainly more to consider here, and more worrying is that someone like this could be could, be seen to set a precedent. If police and government officials are allowed access to devices that record our everyday activities, then can we ever consider your conversation to be truly private? Ever since Edward Snowden's leak, this has been a hot topic of debate, but with internet of things it takes a whole on a whole extra dimension if you don't know what internet of things really is it's basically just internet connected devices like Philips hughes which you can basically the internet will know when you turn it on and off um your amazon echoes your uh apps to some apps on your phone that uses cortana google home and all that other stuff so who owns this data the other question of course is who legally owns this data This is actually something of the blurry line and will vary from one device to the next. Law firm Taylor Wessing told ZNet that legally we cannot claim to own all the data collected by our IoT devices. Conversely though, a company that has invested money into building a database of user information can make claim to owning that data. The most important here is to read the fine print. Companies are required to inform users of what data they intend to collect and how they are going to use it. So if you want to know what Amazon is doing with your data, then you can find out by reading the privacy policy. Terms of service and privacy policy, if you have these types of devices, are 100% something that you definitely need to read before doing this so you know that in case there's something wrong and they're gonna collect more and they can listen in on everything, then you definitely want to know that. If they say we've changed our privacy policy, you definitely want to know because if something's wrong, then it, and it changes, they could easily be known, and you would be able to find out. So the EU General Data Protection Regulation likewise states that consent must be obtained before data is collected, and that must be and that must be must include information about how the data will be used. In sure, short, dev- when you set up your device, you're handing over any data that may be collected. It. It's, it's scary, but no more invasive than Facebook's policies when it comes to using your photos in pretty much any way they like. So basically, I barely use Facebook. I only post stuff on Facebook when I'm literally posting a picture of either a thumbnail, a YouTube video, or something that will never hurt me, like a cool picture online. So, what does Amazon say about it handling collected data by Alexa? One relevant page states that it will release your information to comply with the law. Protection of Amazon.com and others. We release account and other user information when we believe release is appropriate to comply with the law. Enforce or apply our terms of use and other agreements or protect the rights, protect, property, or safety of Alexa, our users, or others. Obviously, however... This does not include selling, renting, sharing, or otherwise disclosing personal, identifiable, information from users for commercial purposes in violation of the commitments set forth in this privacy policy. So basically, they're only going to give it over to the law when it's actually needed, so they won't give it over to any random person. The thing is, though, someone can hack into this. So when someone hacks into this, you can easily just tell them and... When they hack in, they'll be able to find out anything. So privacy versus safety. What about allowing the device to call the police when prompted? Surely that is left harmful. And How about fitness trackers that could alert an ambulance if your heart stops? What about letting a smart device try to listen out for signs of danger too? If such technology could save lives, then it might be considered a good thing. And let's not forget that similar technologies already exist. Many home security devices can call a security service or even the police in case of a break-in. many elderly people carry personal alarms in case they fall, some which are linked up to their heart rate. The biggest concern here is of course is false call-outs which could waste police time or even be subject to intentional abuse. Likewise though, once you give your device a direct line to the police, it becomes instantly possible that it could be activated without your consent, whether intentionally or accidentally. Who wants to own a device that could daub them into the police, no matter how unlikely, no matter whether or not they have any intention to break the law. Other protestations stations might focus on the possibility that such devices could prove to be a gateway drug and provide a useful way of making surveillance more normal. This is this just a slippery slope? Is it too late? Ultimately, using any device like Alexa's likely contains some element of compromise to your personal privacy. Even if Amazon protects your data, there is nothing to say it could fall into the wrong hands. As I said earlier, hacking and cyber attacks are also big subjects right at the moment. But the thought of ransomware attacking a smart device is particularly frightening. What I care, no, because I would, you could get it replaced. Of course, the best defense against something is likely to turn off your device. Want to engage in a dis- dis- secretive discussion? Then just turn off your digital assistants. So you can easily just go and press the mute button on your devices. We have a, a fitness tracker. If it doesn't have a microphone, then who cares? So in conclusion, we let's not forget that we do take similar risks every single day in the real world. It's probably not hard to pry open your window, but you're safe because you're one house among thousands and most people aren't criminals. Every time you hand over your debit card, the shop tends to be making a note of the detail under the counter for a bit of online shopping later. And with all that in mind, most of us are happy to continue using smart devices despite the large amount of information they seemingly collect. In terms of de- handing over your debit card, if I can, I specifically use my, Android, my Apple Pay if I can because I hate handing over my stuff. It makes it easier when you're in a line and people are behind you. You literally just tap your device down and you have it. And it pays for you. It's much easier. So... Here's the thing. So far, Amazon has given us reason to trust it with their data. Google recently announced that it was going to stop scanning emails for similar reason. But these recent course case outlines the need for clear laws and accountability regarding the technology and the companies that provide it. Otherwise, who watches the Watchmen? In the meantime, check your recorded instructions from time to time. Turn off the mic when you want some privacy and always read the small print. So that's... Always listening devices and the question of safety versus privacy, but Now I'm going to get on to a different topic Android Wear So with the release of Android Wear 2.0 Maybe three months ago or so It took its time to come out to all devices and The latest devices to receive the update are the ZenWatch 3 and both ZenWatch 2 models and This is okay, this is awesome. Almost all devices have been updated by now where the Moto 360 second generation has received the Android 2.0 update. The only device I have seen that hasn't received it is the Moto 360 Sport. Now the Moto 360 second generation received the update a while ago. The Moto 360 Sport second generation watch It's called a sport because it has different functions should have been updated by now it hasn't received an update so anybody with it if you can try selling it as fast as you can because you might want something with danger to wear 2.0 just because it's something cool now there has also been a problem with qualcomm and Apple. So, following Apple's $1 billion lawsuit launched earlier this year, US chip manufacturer Qualcomm has now countersued the, co- countersued the company with five major complaints accusing Apple of misinterpreting facts. Qualcomm long standing contracts with the manufacturers of Apple cellular devices. Apple sued Qualcomm in January in the US for overcharging for its patents before launching similar suits in the UK and Beijing. At the time, Apple's CEO Tim Cook said that Apple had no choice but to sue Qualcomm as it was insisting on charging royalties for technologies that had nothing to do with, like Apple's Touch ID fingerprint reader. Qualcomm has now bitten back with one of its key complaints being that Apple chose not to utilize certain high-performance features of the Qualcomm chipset for the iPhone 7, preventing qual- customers from enjoying the full extent of the Qualcomm innovation iPhone 7 is one of the first iPhones in a number of years to offer both Qualcomm and Intel chipsets, depending on which model is purchased. Interestingly enough, it appears that Apple did thought of the Qualcomm chipset on certain networks. This was said to be for the purpose of delivering consistency across all carriers. Qualcomm also said Apple prevented it from disclosing information regarding the superior performance of Qualcomm-based iPhones over Intel-based iPhones and threatened it to keep quiet on the subject. Qualcomm has an aiming for a specific amount of compensation from Apple currently, but it's seeking. Fencentori pun- punitive damages, it could take a while before this one is resolved. So, Intel stepped in and said that Qualcomm has unfairly insisted on charging to technology they have nothing to do with. And a big problem is who cares if Apple literally took qual- uh, chipset and made it into something that was basically throttled who really cares i have an iphone 7 plus here with on verizon which has a qualcomm chipset i have not found it to once be bad at all no one's gonna think bad of qualcomm chipsets because they're throttling the speed, I haven't found anything wrong. It works perfectly. No no issues, nothing wrong. I don't know what they're, what they're getting into. Now, if you did like this podcast, please be sure to star my channel. Give this a hold, whatever you're supposed to do here, and just follow me completely. And this is me just signing out. Adios, amigos. Goodbye.